EHH Productions presents KB Cabaret, an original variety show, with your host, Bree Harvey. Hi folks, and welcome to KB Cabaret. My name is Bree Harvey, head writer and producer of this show. KB Cabaret is a calabaloo of original skits, songs, poetry, and short stories. What's Calabaloo, you ask? Magic from a child's creative imagination. I was five when I coined that word, and it's been with my family ever since. The settings originate from my hometown, Parlor City. And the stories originate from people who are a product of fiction. Names, characters, places, and incidents either are products of the author's imagination or are used fictitiously. Any resemblance to actual events, locales, or persons living or dead is entirely coincidental. Thank you, Kate. That, folks, obviously is my lawyer. Starring my friends, the Parlor City Players, Judy McMahon, Kate Murray, Molly Murray, Charles Berman, John Carey, John Montgomery, Bill Murray, and me, your host, Bree Harvey. Welcome to our town. Welcome to Parlor City, where our friends come, come out to play. When neighbors don't leave, they stay and chat a while. Welcome to our town, to KB Cabaret. This week on KB Cabaret, we ring in 2017 with New Year's sketches, plus music from the band Jatoba. Welcome to our time to KB Cabaret. Mornings are a special time for me. My rituals are simple. A good cup of coffee, soft classical music, and a little daily feature in our local newspaper called Advice with Granny Ada. Dear Granny Ada, This year I have decided to meet the man of my dreams. It is a New Year's resolution, and I have made my plans. First, I am going on the Internet and join one of those matchmaking sites. Then I am going to post a picture and fill out my profile. I have chosen a great picture of myself from 20 years ago when I was 65 pounds lighter. However, no worries. I plan to touch it up a bit. This is the reason I am writing to you. My sister says I am crazy. I should post my photo as is. Now, why would I do that, Granny Ada, when I can make myself look a little thinner, a little younger, and a little more mysterious? After all, I'm touching up my bio just the same. I figure when the men meet me, my personality will charm them out of any questions they may have on a superficial level. Am I right, Granny Ada? Am I right? Signed, Just Playing Up to Superficial Fantasies. Dear Just Playing, How delightful. Photoshopping your photo and biography. After all, why not look 20 years younger, 65 pounds slimmer, and while we're at it, pretend to be a model for the Ford Agency? What harm can it do? Well, for starters... False pretenses, false advertising, fake and phony liar comes to mind. How can you possibly look in the mirror, much less go on a date, with so much false information stacked up about you? 
These men may live in a fantasy world, granted, but showing up and looking and acting so much more different than your profile may actually work against you, not for you. Slightly altering the truth is one thing, but pretending you're another person from another era is as conniving as trying to pass chalk for cheese. I would try a different tactic. Like dollying yourself up a bit, take a selfie, and then tell the truth in a pretty package sort of way. Now that's playing above board and a full deck. Thank you for writing, honey, and have a nice day. Granny Ada. gentlemen, Parlor City Chef Extraordinaire calling from Frankfurt, Germany. Oh, wow. Oh, wow is right. You know, Bree, this time I am a little disappointed in leaving Prague. Not that Frankfurt isn't a beautiful place. You liked Prague, didn't you? Oh, yes, Bree, I did. That city is just beautiful. So how long are you committing to the jazz tour? Dear, this is the last leg of Isabel's jazz tour. Really? It went by so fast. Oh, it sure did. But now that this is the last week, I feel the time has come for me to fly home soon. Fly home? Yes, dear. At the start of this journey, I told you I would go anywhere where the wind blows. And I have. You sound to me as if you're depressed. Mm. No, dear, I, I'm not. I'm just tired. And what about the judge you befriended in France? I haven't heard from him since the night before I left for Prague. Oh, I see. Oh, I suppose I'm disappointed, but say la vie. So are you coming home by the end of the year? No, not that early. I want to visit my relatives in Budapest, Stockholm, and London, and maybe take a cruise. I still will go where the wind blows, but, <laughs> Bree, I, I now realize my wings are getting heavier with each beat. <laughs> I see. But, Brie, I can't tell you how glad I am here for the Weihnachtsmarktke. The Weihnachtsmarktke? Yes, the Christmas market. Oh! They are all over Germany, but Frankfurt has one of the largest ones. So there are food vendors? Oh, food, wine, pastries, but so much more. There are performers everywhere. Carousels, decorations, arts and crafts of all sorts. These Christmas market traditions go back to the 15th century. How interesting. There are over 2,500 tourists alone who annually come to these markets. And I am standing in front of a huge nativity scene making Christmas truly festive. It brings the spirit of the holiday right to you. <laughs> Beulah, are, are, are you crying? <laughs> no. Well, yes, I am. I, I'm being silly. What's wrong? <laughs> Well, I guess this time of year makes me sentimental. I do miss being back in my hometown with my friends and crazy dysfunctional family. Well, I believe you, I certainly miss you. But you said you were going to visit extended family members in Europe. That should be something to look forward to. 
How long has it been since you've last seen them? Well, really, I never met any of my cousins in Stockholm, and I think I must have been under 12 years old since I've seen Aunt Muriel and Uncle Stephen in London, and under five years old since I've seen my cousins Angela and Andras in Budapest. Well, then it should be a treat. Yes. Yes, I guess you're right. Talking about treat... This morning, for Isabel and the crew, I made a Christmas stolen, or during the Christmas season, Weinach stolen. Oh, I haven't had stolen for years, perhaps even decades. Well, as I understand it, stolen originated in Germany and is regarded as a Christian tradition since the 15th century, symbolizing baby Jesus wrapped in a snowy white blanket. I've also read that stolen was a pagan festival bread made by the Germanic tribes before the Romans invaded. Regardless, early stolen was a lot heavier and was made with only flour, oats, and water. Later on, oil was added, not butter, since butter was not allowed during Advent season. Then, later, butter replaced oil because butter was cheaper. Sometimes turnips were used instead of both. Anyway, a lot of red tape had to be cut concerning this baker's delight. Today there are festivals and parades all over Germany celebrating the stolen. That is an incredible story. And true. So I have downloaded both the regular and the vegan versions of the stolen recipes. Did you get them? Well, let me see. They sound marvelous. Uh, Yes, I have them both. Thanks, Beulah. My pleasure. Well, dear, I am off. When will I hear from you? I shall call you next week. I plan to fly straight to Budapest in a few days. Sounds like a plan. Have a safe trip. I will, dear. Oh, and Beulah? Yes? Don't be sad. Remember, the higher power works in mysterious ways. Mm, karma? Something like that. Thanks, Bree. That helps. Bree, before we sign off, I- I'd like to say something to our audience, if I may. Of course, Beulah. Dear, dear KB Cabaret audience... I wish all of you a healthy and wonderful holiday season and a very happy new year. Hear, hear. Until next time, toodles. Well, I'm glad we left on a high note. I don't like to have Beulah sad. I shall post the stolen recipes on Beulah's recipe bar. Remember, you can get these and all her other recipes on KB Cabaret app. Just go to kbcabaret.com. That's K-B-K-A-B-A-R-E-T dot com. And download yours today. Hey, Monty. How great is it that it's New Year's Eve and we're at a party? Yeah, Carrie. How'd we get invited to this party anyway? I don't know anybody here. We just crashed it. That's how it's done these days. I guess we're just a couple of 21st century partiers, aren't we? That's for sure. Why don't we look around here for some women who might be interested in spending some time with guys like us? Yeah, when the ball drops on TV at midnight, you're supposed to kiss someone. I know. It's usually just me and the dog at the couch. Not tonight. We're on the prowl on New Year's Eve. Hey, hey, Monty. Look at those two over there. I think they're looking at us. Yeah, they're giving us the corner eye. Corner eye? What's that? 
It's when a woman looks at you out of the corner of her eye because she doesn't want you to see her stare at you, but she still wants you to know she's interested. Really? How do you know so much about women? James Bond movies. He gets the corner eye all the time. Then he goes in for the kill. Oh, yeah. Let's go over and talk to those two. And then we'll go in for the kill. Sounds good. Just don't say anything about corner eye. That's a secret only guys like James Bond and us know about. Okay, let's go. Try to look like James Bond. I always try to look like James Bond. Uh, you better try harder. Hey there, girls. It's New Year's Eve. Hmm, let me check my calendar. Yep, you're right. It's New Year's Eve. We've never seen you guys before. How do you know Mel? Mel? Mel who? He's the one giving the party. This is his house. Didn't he invite you? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, we know him by his real name, Melvin. Ooh, good one, Monty. Quick thinking. I'm Monty. Carrie. Sally. Sandy. Uh, we were noticing your matching flowered shirts. Yeah, we noticed you noticing. From the corner. Quiet, Carrie. Don't give away the secret. What are you guys drinking? Rum and Cokes. Shaken, not stirred. <laughs> <laughs> well, they sure are putting you guys in a good mood. Can you get us a couple of those drinks? Oh, sure, ladies. We'll be right back. What a couple of lunkheads. Yeah, well, uh, after a few rum and cokes, maybe they'll look a little better. Yeah, maybe those matching flowered shirts will come back into fashion by then. Hey, Monty, we sure cornered the market on those corner-eye girls, didn't we? Yeah, Carrie, James Bond would be proud of us. Let's get those drinks and get back to those girls before they change their minds. Aye, but uh, how do we decide who ends up with who? Let them decide. That's how James Bond would handle it. Uh, well, here they come. Which one do, do you want? I don't know. How about the one with the flowered shirt? No, that's the one I want. You take the other one with the flowered shirt. <laughs> All those flowered shirts are getting me confused, and I haven't even started drinking yet. Hey, Sally and Sandy. We're Monty and Carrie. Remember us? Yeah, we remember the flowered shirts. We remembered you like rum and Cokes. Shaken, not stirred. <laughs> you guys are having a good time. Well, it is New Year's Eve. Oh, look. Here comes Mel. Mel! Hey, Mel. Your friends Monty and Carrie are here. They've been calling you Melvin. Uh-oh. No, don't tell him that. He hates it when we call him Melvin. You know, Monty, we better get out of here. I just remembered I left my dog home all alone, and he usually expects me to be there on New Year's Eve. Right. So long, girls. Nice talking to you. But you can't leave now. The ball's about to drop on TV. We need someone to kiss. Yeah, we were looking forward to getting close to those uh, flowered shirts. Happy New Year! Well, now I guess we'll have to get our own drinks. I wonder why they took off so fast. Yeah, you know those dog lovers. Hey, look, Sally. There's two more single guys. Let's give them the corner eye. Then we'll go in for the kill. Hmm. 
what you have been hearing is a little bit of a song called Nashville from our new guest artist called Jatoba. They are from Brattleboro, Vermont. I am really excited to have this man on our show. They play Groovegrass. In the studio, I have Jason Skaggs and Baby Graham with me. And uh, hi, Jason. Nice talking with you. Hi, how's it, how's it going? Oh, it's going great. I'm really enjoying the song. Nashville has such a different type of rhythm. I love the instrumentation. And I, I want to hear so much about who you are and the background of so far. But right now, I'm going to keep it to Nashville. Tell me about this song. Pretty uh, self-explanatory a bit. It's about, it's about a woman and about town of Nashville. We work closely with the lyricist named Brother Country, and he has different kind of blog sites online. He wrote the idea, the general idea for this song, he kind of came up with because he's been living in Nashville for probably 10 years now, and we're going back and forth with this woman, and it's, you know, ups and downs, and I collaborate with him all the time, so he, he just sends me like just a pleasure of music, of lyrics, and this one really just grabbed a hold of me. I could hear, I could really hear the rhythm coming right out in that chorus. The chorus was kind of where it started. It's kind of a story, you know, but it's basically about a woman, you know, and about releasing yourself into Nashville and going there, following a woman, and everything that unravels after that, good, good and bad, I guess. You have been nominated, I've been looking at your site, at Vermont's Best Bluegrass Band three years in a row now, and I find yep. that intriguing. That's, that's fabulous. Congratulations. Thank you very much. You're welcome. All right. Well, well, I'm going to have our audience listen to more of Nashville because they deserve to listen to such wonderful music. This is Groovegrass, which is a combination of bluegrass and newgrass together. Um, Interesting type of four, but it's very soulful and, and really cool to listen to. Let's listen to Nashville. Side. Then it came to be that her and me were soon to be married Together through this life, letting faith be our guide While I'm 200 miles from Memphis, Nashville, Tennessee I wanted to go see Elvis just to be in this place to be Well, I wanted to go see Elvis to live the life I love But here I am in Nashville, stuck in some other reality Set me free from Tennessee Yeah, I don't need this drama Nor you disrespecting me So release me now from Nashville And set me free While I'm sitting in the soul sweet South winding blind stress Straight out on the run No time left to unwind That urban scene we had thought we had seen Now seem to be a mirage Together through this life Letting faith be our guide Release me now from Nashville, mama Set me free from Tennessee Yeah, I don't need this drama Nor you disrespecting me So release me now from Nashville And set me free
and are you disrespecting me? So release me now from Nashville and set me free while I'm 200 miles from Memphis to Nashville, Tennessee. I wanted to go see Elvis just to be in this place to be. Well, I wanted to go see Elvis to live the life I love. But here I am in Nashville with the woman that I love. Release me now from Nashville, mama. Set me free from Tennessee. Yeah, I don't need this drama, nor you disrespecting me. So release me now from Nashville and set me free. What's your New Year's resolution going to be this year? I don't know yet. Well, you better hurry up and figure it out. You're running out of time. What you talking about? I got plenty of time. No, you don't. The new year is almost here. You can't wait until the last minute. I got time. Don't worry. So I won't worry. What about you, Claire? You got yours yet? Yeah, but I didn't like the one I picked, so I changed it. You changed it. Did you hear that, Mary? She changed it. You can't change it. You gotta stick with what you picked. She can't do that, can she, Mary? Mamie, it's her pick. She can change it if she wants. Why are you always trying to start trouble? Go ahead and change it, Claire. It's your pick. I told you I already changed it. I got a new one now. So what's the new one? Leave Claire alone, Mamie. Who cares what the pick was? It doesn't matter. Of course it matters. But forget about it. It doesn't matter now. What's the new pick? I ain't saying. What do you mean you ain't saying? She ain't saying, Mamie. That's what she means, so let it go. Claire, you don't have to say. Okay, I'll say. Claire, you don't have to say. Don't matter, I'll say. I was going to give up smoking. There. I told you. What's wrong with that one? Ain't nothing wrong with it, Mimi. I didn't say there was. I just changed it is all. What? Don't you want to stop smoking? Sure I do. But if I quit, I'm only going to start back up again because I like it so much, so why waste my time by quitting? That's ridiculous. What do you mean ridiculous? If I like it so much, then why should I give it up? Tell me that, Mimi. Because you keep complaining about it, that's why. Oh, Yeah. So, am I to surmise that you're going to give up your <clears throat> wifely duties anytime soon because you do nothing but complain about that? <laughs> <laughs> Claire's got a good point, Mamie. You do complain about it a lot. I don't complain. <laughs> I think she should be complaining about it right now, Mary. Look at her hair. It's all matted down on the one side. <laughs> her lipstick is kind of smeared, too. <laughs> the thing I don't get is how she could even leave the house while the back of a blouse is all wrinkly. It's like she didn't even check the mirror. That and her shirt is only tucked in halfway. Who does that? Well, I think it's pretty obvious. You can tell that she's been doing just by looking at her. <laughs> And what she did just before she came over here. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mimi, what's your resolution? Mimi? Where'd she go? Well, I don't know. She was here a minute ago. You think she left? Because that would be pretty rude if she did. Not saying goodbye or nothing. Yeah, maybe she went to the toilet. 
Well, if she did, she's going to be in there for a while. She always is. <laughs> Maybe Mimi should make spending less time in the toilet her New Year's resolution, huh? <laughs> yeah, but I don't think that resolution will last very long either. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Claire, uh, what is your New Year's resolution going to be? I think I'm going to quit smoking. Okay, I am back with Jason Skaggs. I love this groove grass that I'm listening to. Tell me about how you started this band. Where did you come up with the name, Jatoba? And uh, give me some background. John James and I, the other vocalist and guitar mandolin player. Uh, he and I had been, we grew up in southwestern Virginia, in Roanoke, Virginia. And we had known each other for an extremely long time. And we played music together for, is it 2016 now? Um, easily 16 years. And we've been in and out of two bands around the country. And this band, we were finally like, let's just start a bluegrass band back in uh, 2008. We started as a duo. And it was just way out there sound. It was kind of song. It was based on songwriting that had a lot of effects to it. And I was beatboxing and there was multi-instrumentalists going on. Um, and then, so we cut an album then. And at the time, both him and I were doing carpentry and nervousness piece of rust on lumber that was around where we were living and it had Jatoba written on it and coincidentally we were at the same time trying to search for a band name for what we were doing because everything was either just super cheesy or just just way too much of a stretch and like we were trying too hard and so we, we found out that Jatoba is a very very old South American hardwood tree huh. and we started doing a little research on it, and the idea is that because the tree is so old, the roots are really, really deep, and that phrase there has been the main thing that has stuck with me, and because John and I have played music throughout most of our adult lives together, that just kind of symbolized what we were doing regardless of what band, and we were ready to kind of take on this new band, this new sound of bluegrass mixed with this kind of progressive, percussive approach um and it i mean it just sounds cool it's, it if you say it backwards it's abitage you know? <laughs> so, it can, so sometimes we'll introduce ourselves as abitage when we're really going out there <laughs> oh i love it I, I like the instruments that you use I mean, it's not just the typical strings you have mandolin and banjo and the guitars it's it's great sound really good sound yeah yep and so we have John also plays the sitar, which we include. That's what I heard. Yeah. Well. All right. Well, what we're going to be playing is Last Man Standing, which is the cover song of your CD that you have selling on your site, which, by the way, we have connected to our website, kbcabaret.com. We are going to be playing Last Man Standing. Tell me a little bit about this song before we play it. The concept is multi-generations living and striving and kind of breaking it down in this somewhat sci-fi realm of being the last one standing and or it could be you know the, from the perspective of being the last um, one in your generation down the line of your whole family maybe being the last you know male in your family with your name as your namesake or it could be applied in so many different ways which kind of left it open for a lot of interpretation. Well, maybe Hollywood should pick this song up. All right, let's play. Let's play. Last man standing.
the last one standing of all who you've known And all who you've grown with have all flown home and are not gone To be the last of your generation As you watch the end of the Torch. 
Henry. Hey, what's up? Oh, you know, same old, same old. Yep, yeah, same here. Did you hear about Sam? Yeah. Darn shame. Oh, well, we all have to go sometime. Yeah, too bad. I liked him here. Yeah, guess it was for the best. Yeah, I heard he is a larger place now. Good, good. Maybe less noise, more nature. Yeah. Would you look at that? Crazy. I know, right? You'd think they didn't have a life. Or manners. I would like to tell them a thing or two. Where's his mother? Parents don't care. Hey, kid, tuck in your pants and behave. You don't want to test me. You hear me, kid? Heidi, he's not going to listen. I know. But just once I would like to. I know. Say, I got an itch. Could you, um... Sure, sure. Where? Oh, right there. My back. Toward the middle. Oh, a little left. A left. Oh, a bit right. Just higher. Oh. Oh, my. Did you see that? See what? The kid is mimicking us. Where's his mother? I think that's her, taking pictures. Excuse me. Ma'am. Ma'am. She's not listening. Oh, I'm so sick of ill manners. Ill manners? Oh, hi, Professor. Doctor. You seem to be annoyed. What's going on? Lack of respect and manners. Ah, yes. The doctor and I are doing studies on this particular generational behavior. Yes, it seems advanced technology seems to offer much scope to the social, psychological, behavioral pattern of parent and child. Is that a fact? That is where the direction of the data is pointing. Interactive gaming and television seems to have taken over corrective behavior, producing what we call the me generation. That's right. We've done numerous studies on this phenomenon. Metaphorically speaking, participants in their play seem to be non-tangible props strictly for their entertainment. Well, then I'm right. There is more to good manners than holding your fork in a proper position. That's right. Good manners is behaving in a proper manner during social interaction. Hear, hear. Well, then that settles it. I now officially feel somewhat sorry for that child. Honey, stop throwing your popcorn at the monkeys. That's not nice. They're dumb animals, Mom. All they do is scratch and climb trees. I just want to see what they'll do. Come on, Alex. I have a hair appointment. Finally. They're going. It is sad to see Homo sapiens behave in such a primitive manner. Oh, um, Heidi, I have an itch. I'm back with Jason Skaggs from Jatoba, which is a beautiful South American hardwood tree. That's what it means? That's right. Oh, which is fascinating. And backwards, even better. What is it, backward? Avatage. Avatage, okay. <laughs> and <laughs> the following song we're going to be playing is Davis and Dyer. Now, obviously, these are two people that you know that this song is That's about. That's correct. Yes. So give me a little background about Davis and Dyer. I would like to hear a lot, but we don't have that much time. Davis and Dyer are two people that I really only knew for about 15 minutes. There were these two hitchhikers that I picked up down in southwestern Virginia a long, long time ago, and they were obviously traveling around. Most of the, the lyrics in that song, it's not really about who they are, but more what intrigued me about the possibilities of what they are, 
what they represent or my idea of who they would be. I think in some, some realm there, there could be like some envy at that time where I really wanted to be on the road traveling, but there were certain situations that I just couldn't pick up and go. And I kind of referenced some of those feelings towards the end of the song. It just seemed like I could go anywhere with it, just from picking them up and then riding with me and talking to them for that those 15 or 20 minutes. They just gave me this whole storyline of wherever I could go about it. And the, the feel of the song to me represents the, the vibe that, and the feeling that they were kind of putting out when I was giving them a ride. So let's listen to this really cool laid-back song, Davis and Dyer.
Stuck here to the ground These are my roots that I planted To vibrate with eternal sound Well, you keep on traveling around the country I'll be stuck here to the ground These are my roots that I planted To vibrate with eternal sound My first on-the-spot GPS. This should help me get my errands done faster since I can't find my way in this new neighborhood. Hmm, set up. What voice would you like? Let's see, Irish? French? <laughs> Jewish mother? That sounds rich. <laughs> and about right. 
Let's try it. Press JM and enter. Good afternoon and welcome to On The Spot GPS. So you should want me to take you somewhere or what? Good afternoon. Um, I just moved here last week and I need to go food shopping. Well, that's fine, dear. Giant Mart. Calculating. Thank you. Are you ready? What? You think I should hurry with such a thing? Are you Meshuggahna? Sorry, it's just I, I'm pressed for time. Larry's bringing home some of his colleagues tonight, and I have to make dinner for eight people. Oi, shopping for eight? Do you know you can get the same meat for 20% cheaper at Smart Shoppers Discount Mart by the outlet shops, about five miles over? Really? Well, I should try to save money. We did spend a lot on the house closing. Okay, recalculate and take me to Smart Shoppers Discount Mart. I would do the same. Recalculating. Thank you. No problem. What's a GPS for? Go for five miles straight until you should find the schlock of a house that should have been torn down ten years ago. But enough with my spiel. So you just moved in and your man is bringing home some colleagues for dinner? Yeah, I just found out about it today. What a schmuck. Did he tell you this before? No, but, but I can handle it. Handle it, schmandle it. If you should need, I have some chicken soup with matzo balls in the freezer. Oh, uh, well, really? I, I mean, I, I don't want to put you to any trouble. Ah, trouble, schmubble. If it's a problem, dear, I'd let you know. You want the soup or not? Yes, yes, that would be awesome. But you're a GPS. How could it be delivered? Oh, simple. We're a star service. So I will connect you with the Yiddish Yenta Network and have wonderful ladies deliver for you. So what time is this dinner? Six. Oh, then we should get going. In 600 yards, take a left by the yellow house that should have had the fence taken down two years ago. Such a nice house, but left for dead. Turn by this house? Eh, they should be so lucky to own a house as nice as this. This house was owned by two sisters, one who was a veterinarian but is now retired. No, the house you turn left at, in now 200 yards, is owned by the Schmendrick, who's sitting on his tuchus all day long. But that is none of my business. Okay. Now go straight for one block and make a right at the red brick house with the schmutz on the steps. Wait, you're just making me go back to my house. Naturally, I should do this. Why? I need to go shopping. Listen, my dear. When you get to be as old as I am, and may you be so lucky... You should listen to my advice. You have a whole mishpocher coming over in a few hours, and you want me to schlep this car for you to go grocery shopping. That's Mishugana. Now be a good girl and go home and stop quetching. A Yiddish yenta, Riva, has notified the on-the-spot network that she is bringing the matzah soup and the brisket that she found in her freezer. They should cook up nicely for you. We'll add some steamed green beans, and Riva will whip up some latkes and ragulas in no time. I can't believe you're doing this for uh, me. What do I have to do with my time? Let's not get all schmaltzy, dear. So you should think of me as your GPS boobala. Oh, thank you, GPS boobala. Mazel tov. One day you too should do a mitzvah for other poor shiksas in need. And thank you for using on-the-spot GPS by the makers of on-the-spot personal trainers and on-the-spot life coach. Have a nice day. 
Jason, it's been such a pleasure having you on our show. I'm very happy to have Jatoba represented here on KB Cabaret. You can find this show um, linked into our website at kbcabaret.com. They also have a couple of albums that are ready to sell. Last Man Standing is one of them, some of the songs that we played on here today. The final selection we are going to be playing from Jatoba is called No More Pa. This is a tribute to the old-fashioned Ma and Pa type of twangy, bluegrass, country type music that was played back in the day. Sort of giving a tribute to Ma and Pa Kettle, and I, and a lot of that type of music and folk songs. Really cool stuff. And it's been a pleasure, Jason, having you on our show. And we'll lead out with No More Pa.
Well, folks, that's all for today's show of KB Cabaret. I want to thank you, our wonderful audience, for tuning in. KB Cabaret could not exist without you. I would also like to thank our hardworking actors and writers, Kate Murray, Judy McMahon, Molly Murray, Charles Berman, John Carey, John Montgomery, and Bill Murray. And I'd like to thank our hardworking sound engineer, Charles Berman, and his assistant, Valentine Monfuega. My musical engineer, Dave Rice, and a special shout-out to Christina Danella, my former music engineer, who is now working on Broadway. KB Cabaret is always looking for original musicians and writers. Inquire at kbcabaret.com. And sponsors, we have a special page just for you at kbcabaret.com. Just go on to the sponsors link and hook up. In Parlor City, there are no goodbyes, only farewells. Until next time, this is Bree Harvey. Have a Calabaloo type of day. Thank you for coming, coming to stay a while. Thank you for coming to spend some time. We love to have you and share our Parlor City. Back again now to KB Cabaret.